You are listening to Color Healing Radio, the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Stay tuned to Sunday Colors, a special radio series for Color Therapy Month. Change your colors and you change your world. Welcome to an encore presentation from the Luminaries Color Conference. Today's presenter is Moira Bush, and the topic is God, Money, and Your Color Therapy Business. Moira Bush was born in South Africa and lives in Ontario, Canada, where she works as a Color Mirrors business partner with founder Melissa Jolly. Moira is a color psychologist spiritual teacher, founder of the Silver Spheres Healing System, and author of the Color Mirrors Oracle Cards. Visit her website at moirabush.com. Hello, and a warm, warm welcome. You are now hearing the voice of Moira Bush. I have been working with color therapy for the past 13 years with the South African color therapy system called Color Mirrors. Now this system was founded by a lady called Melissa Jolly, a South African lady, and I met up with her very soon after she started her making her bottles, and it was on a workshop in England that I'd met her. Strangely enough, I didn't meet her in South Africa. and. Over the last 13 years while I've been working with her, establishing centers of training and distribution across the world, my whole life has changed. Color is, as I'm sure all of you already know, because you'll all be lovers of color therapy, that it has changed me and it has rebirthed me more than once. And I now find myself at a stage in my life where I have decided to take the teachings and the essence and the energy of color mirrors and use it to really speak to people who are wanting to change very specific parts of their life. And to do that, I had to kind of sit back a little bit and say, how can I be of service with color? If I wasn't just teaching color mirrors as a become a therapist, become a practitioner, become a teacher of color, what else could I be doing with color that could make a difference in the world? And the moment that I started putting out there that I will say yes and turn up whatever is presented to me, the question that I put out began to draw in answers. And people started coming up to me and started saying, why am I not making money with my practitioner business? Spiritual practitioners, color therapists, they all started coming towards me saying, you know, I love working with color. I love working with energy, but it's not enough to pay my bills. I really am struggling. 
I struggle to charge for my services and so on and so on. So you get it. I mean, this is, this is a very familiar topic that I think we've all had a challenge on in our lives in working with the, the energy-based um, services that we offer and healing. So there I was sitting thinking, Okay, um, I don't, can't really talk too much about this because I myself have actually been running my therapy business in overdraft for the last 10 years. Very comfortably dipping in and out, you know, whenever I had to buy lots of bottles or whenever I wasn't doing a lot of training, I would just be in and out and in and out and mostly I was definitely in overdraft. So my money was actually not um, working for me either in my business. And I thought, now hold on a minute, we've got to change this. You know, I've had all the lessons from color. I know the psychology of color. I've, I've healed a lot of aspects of myself using color. This last little bit I have to master is going to be around the money and around getting my business to operate in the positive. Now, there were several things that triggered triggered me to, 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 to besides these questions and answers kind of coming in and saying, we, we want to heal our money, that worked for me as well. I had the bank manager phone me. Now, I have a bank manager in Scotland. I live in England, but I've got a bank manager in Scotland who I've never met. Everything has been done over the post or the phone. It's quite an extraordinary situation, which probably goes a long way to describe how I actually deal with my money at a distance. <laughs> So what happened was I had a, my usual phone call at the end of March, which is to discuss my overdraft facility and whether it must roll over for the next year. And as I'm saying to this woman, well, as you can see, I'm in overdraft. I still need the facility. Can you please renew it for the next year? The bank manager said to me, oh, Miss Bush, I also just want to congratulate you. And I said, what on? And she said, you manage your overdraft so well and you know what that was shocking I was being congratulated for operating my money in a negative manner this impressed the bank manager and I thought well of course it does because they get interest on it so therefore they're happy but I wasn't I then took a bottle of color mirrors to the bath with me and I chucked it over me and I stood under the shower and I called in Archangel Metatron and I said okay look I am sick and tired of being poor I am sick and tired of manifesting my money in the negative not being able to turn it around to work for me I love what I do but this has got to stop. I'm not going to stop doing color. I will do it even no matter how broke I get. I will always be doing color. So you've got the commitment from me, universe. I now need you to show me how to turn it around. And I made a commitment at that point as well to say yes, no matter what they presented, and turn up and do whatever I'm asked to do. So at that point in time, I guess I was in a space of surrendering. I was also not trying to tell the universe how I'm supposed to change my money. I completely went blank and said, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. I've got no expectations here. And I had a little book and I wrote on the first page, how may I be of service, and put it down. And I decided if anybody asks me for anything, I'm going to just very simply say yes and see whether this will lead to a different way of me um, receiving income, handling income, giving, receiving, all of those kind of factors that colors always taught us. And very soon, you know, people started saying, can you help me with this? 
or can you help me with that? And I recorded down all the things so I was called to be of service to people, not all of it related to color, I have to say. And I, and not all of them from people. I had voices in my head saying to me, you know, um, start a spiritual community group. And I went, what for? And no, I don't want to do that. I've got too much on my plate already. Why would I want to start a new spiritual community group in, in my town? And the voice said a second time, start a community group. And I went, really? And the voice came again and said, start a community group. And at this point I realized, I can't run away from it. This voice is just going to keep telling me to start a community group. So I decided to ask it an intelligent question. Why? Why start a community group? And in that moment, I had these lovely images that came forward and said, you know what, you have over the years been to different countries, you've immigrated, and your sanctuary has always been local community spiritual groups where you could go for meditation, relaxation, connection, and so on. And I thought, well, you know what, we don't have that in our town. Maybe I can start a group. So I did, and I started an organization called Kennel with Souls. And on the first, first meeting we had, I thought nobody would turn up, but 15 people did. And we are now up to over 100 members, and we have a meeting once a month where we um, have speakers, and people come and talk about various spiritual subjects, and at least 50 or so from that membership group always support the meeting. So that's worked out very well. But of course, what has that got to do with color and money and my business? Well, there's a hundred new people who don't know nothing about color, who came to hear about other topics, who then happened to meet me, who then happened to hear me speak about color, who happened to see the lovely color bottles, who now happened to be all my new clients busy studying with me. Isn't that amazing? So that led to more abundance for me. And that little voice was back in my head again, this time saying, start a healing system. Well, folks, this is where I kind of lost the plot a bit, I have to tell you, because I'm not a healy-feely kind of practitioner or therapist. For me, I like to counsel, I like to teach, and, you know, so it's all about verbal communication. Don't ask me to touch bodies and heal bodies and, you know, do hands-on healing. That is just certainly a route that I'm not comfortable doing. So for this voice in my head, which I later realized was this whole Metatron consciousness, to tell me to start a healing system, when already I was working with a therapy system with color mirrors that was perfect for me, it just didn't make sense. I thought, what the heck was this all about? Anyway, I promised to say yes and turn up. So I got hold of Melissa and I said, Melissa, I said, there's this voice in my head and I've been giving these visions that say start a healing system. And I said, I have no idea how to bring a healing system through. And she guided me on saying, you know, write everything down and see what happens. Well, it obviously turned out to be a chakra color healing system and it's called Silver Spheres. Now the Silver Spheres is very futuristic and I will take another hour to explain it all to you. So you please pop onto websites and go and have a look at what we've so far discovered about this healing. But it's going to take a few years to really anchor it into the earth because it's completely something out of a Star Trek movie. Very futuristic, all about chakras and colors and expanding the back of the chakras and working with that to heal. So um, I did that and that came through. And of course, um, I thought there is no ways. I mean, think about this. You, are, you, there's no way I can make money from this because if you bring something new through, it stands to reason that it's going to take investment and money. So that went contrary to what I was saying to Metatron in the bath, in, in, you know, when I was doing mother shower. Um, please, would you show me a way to change my abundance around to 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 get more money to get me to start a group? 
Um, community group was okay because that led to more clients, that made sense. But to start a therapy business, that's going to need investment. You have to build a website, you've got to advertise, you've got to market and build manuals and, and, and. that takes money. It's not going to give me income straight away. So that, so that was a bit weird. And, um, but I went ahead and did it anyway. And I thought, well, nobody's going to turn up because nobody actually knows what this is. And everybody knows about Reiki and other energy healing. Nobody knows what the heck solar spheres are. But, it, but since then, since it's been launched, people just keep turning up. And they buy color bottles, and they want to now go and be color practitioners. The silver sealers introduce them to being color practitioners. So it's just flowed, so hence abundance has come away. I've had more income. So somewhere down the line, um, just saying yes and turning up and, and committing to being shown where I had to change my money really paid off for me because now I had a community group and I had Silver Spheres and I was attracting more clients to come and study color mirrors and color therapy. So everything was going well and literally within a few months I was out of overdraft and I never went back in again. Result. However, all of this opened up another can of worms in my life. Now, I realized that every time when I was challenged to say yes and turn up and I wanted to say no, I had to ask myself, why was I saying no? Why, why was I resisting um, being pushed by the universe to, to explore myself in different directions, explore working with color in different directions, explore earning income from other avenues as well, all related to color, but still, you know, the resistance is there. And I really started paying attention to my shadow side because I realized, and I know this from all the work I've done with Melissa Jolly and the Color Mirror System, that my shadow side is the one that holds me in negativity. My shadow side is the aspect of me that holds me in poverty. So I decided I have got to really spend some time researching and feeling my way through this. And as I began healing the money and getting my money to be more on the positive and using certain steps and practicing them on my weekly psychic and, and spiritual development groups um, and just try, testing and trialing some of it, it turned into a four-hour course called God of Money and then it became a one-day course which I taught in Denver, um, Colorado and then it suddenly turned into a two-day course which I've taught in England and in Spain. So I ended up with a program called God and Money which which is really focusing on the subject matter of the shadow. Now, so what I would say to somebody who, who wanted to know about God and money, the, the most obvious question is who's running your finances? Which archetype as part of your shadow, an aspect of your shadow, is actually in charge of spending your money? And having studied the works of Carolyn Mice, which, where she talks about the um, four possession archetypes, the saboteur, the prostitute, the wounded child, and the victim energy, those archetypes I discovered are the main culprits that run our money when we practice as spiritual color therapists. So what, we, what I've ended up with is on the program to take eight steps to get, us, to get our money, you know, kind of in a more healthier space. So the first four steps deal with all the past issues, you know, things like sacred contracts, past lives, and so on. The next four steps we take is completely about these possession energies, getting to understand why we've handed our power, our financial power, over to our wounded child. Now that one I know very, very well because when I was 10 years old, I left my mother and went to live with my father. And the, the, the trauma for the 10-year-old child 
around having made the decision to do that has haunted me my entire life. And that's kind of what really triggered off the wounded child um, archetype in my own consciousness. So whenever I have to deal with anything to do with value, because, you know, my mother didn't come and fetch me, so I didn't feel I was valued. And whenever I deal with anything to do with value, which in our case, of course, is money, my wounded child stepped in. So my finances and why I was in overdraft was run by a blooming 10-year-old. And this inner wounded 10-year-old had the power to spend money. That didn't exist. So this 10-year-old go, but I suffered and, and God, you owe me. And it would go out and just get a credit card and go on a trip and go on a conference and buy clothes and buy things that absolutely it didn't have the money to spend. And the possession of this wounded child was so powerful that it could stay in my consciousness and run the show for weeks and months at a time, racking up thousands of pounds worth of debt and keeping the business in overdraft. So there I come out of it um, at the end of the month because now the thing is the child doesn't know about accounts. So she steps out and an adult aspect of me steps back in and looks at his envelopes and all these bills that are due and goes, what the heck happened? How did I get to this mess? And there wasn't a communication between that adult who was trying to deal with the debt and the child who then would kick in a couple of days later when the, when, when the bills are being panicked or put aside or ignored and comes in and spends more money. So there was no communication between these aspects. There was no awareness to have these two aspects speak to each other and say, hold on a minute, you've really got to stop spending the money here, my girl. And um, and I really, really, really struggled with that one for a long time. And I um, mastered that aspect. I got to grips with this 10-year-old through integrating her, communicating with her, really using the colors to, 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 to relax her and to be able to open the channel of communication. To say, okay, look, this is not appropriate that you spend money that doesn't exist. How about you and I finding a really fun, creative way to get some money together so that we can go and spend, we can go and buy, we can go on holiday, we can do these things. So the one aspect I know about shadow work is you cannot extinguish, exterminate, kill off um, whatever it is, we, we to annihilate these energies. You can only integrate them, you can only make friends and accept them because 50% of you is dark and 50% of you is light. It's a fact, you know that yin and yang symbol that, that we have? So, my shadow is half of me, and working with my shadow aspects is going to help me heal the issues I have around spending money I don't have, getting into debt, staying in overdraft. Now, when I work with clients one-to-one, -one, if they're not doing the God and Money program, the two-day program, um, what I would suggest to them is to work with the four bottles in the color mirror system that actually links to each one of these archetypes. So, I want you to think about this. Do you lack faith in your ability to be visible and your ability to charge and have value for, uh, for the work that you do with your color business? That would be the prostitute archetype. She's the one that takes you out of faith into fear and has you control everything and steps you out of the flow and has you panicked about, um, about public speaking, has you panicked about being visible and, and really doesn't also want to, to not have you invest your money wisely where it needs to be invested, okay? In the color mirror system, 
you can heal that aspect. You can you can enlighten or, or raise the vibration of that aspect that you could integrate that prostitute archetype. And the bottle that you would use is bottle 18. Bottle 18 is a mixture of um, rose, pink, and red colors. So that would really bring in the love vibration and the healing for you to have a better connection with the prostitute um, archetype. And then the saboteur archetype is another one. It says, ask yourself, do you put your keys down? And then you go back a few minutes later and you can't remember where your keys were put down. So we know that there is a little saboteur running the show that doesn't want you to find your keys, that wants you to be late for your meeting. And really get a sense of where the saboteur energy operates in your life. The saboteur is the one that stops you from achieving success. The saboteur is the one that, that will always make you appear you know, late for, for, for things. So it, it will look like you're not committed to anything. All right. So the saboteur overshadows in that way. In color mirrors, the bottle that you would heal the saboteur with is bottle number 16. It's called the Tower, and that one has a lovely pale olive and, and a lovely pale lilac color in them. And that one will help you get to grips and in the integration process of your shadow archetype. The Victim Archetype. That one is bottle C1, the base chakra C1 bottle, and that one is red and coral, all the colors of victim energy. Now, um, you know you're running the victim archetype when you blame others or wait to be rescued. So if you think, okay, I've got myself into trouble here and somebody's going to give me the money and it will, I'll, I'll find a way out of it, I, I kind of know it will come along. Um, you know that you're running a victim, a victim archetype. And also if things go wrong, you blame others and you don't take responsibility for, for the, the co-creation of your own reality. So the victim archetype, a little bit tricky to work with her, but um, or, or him, the inner him, the victim could be a little inner male as well. That I would say just get hold of anything red and anything coral and in color mirrors, it's a C1 bottle and see if you can help to heal and integrate and balance the victim archetype in your consciousness. The fourth archetype and the one that, that really ran me ragged for a long time is the wounded child. And in the color mirror system, that is bottle number 29, also called the, also the energies of the spiritual Olympian athlete. So the wounded child colors in that bottle that you heal is magenta and deep turquoise. Now those are lovely colors to bring the healing to a child because the magenta is their connection to the heavens, to home, to where they come from. And the turquoise says um, all the emotional healing coming in and cleansing the wounds and clearing it. It's like the water energy coming in and clearing it for this child. And opening that, that communication that you can begin to understand the wounds of the child and really get to a point where the child is in support of your business with its creative fun light energy as opposed to you know tripping you up all the time spending money you don't have so getting to know your archetypes getting to know your sacred contracts and your past lives um, saying yes and turning up, those are all really, really good tips to be able to, to offer you um, through this format. But there is something else I would like to share with you as well that possibly could help you, um, you know, just pay attention to the financial side of your business. And that is to become aware of where you speak poverty mindset habits and you 
you, you prevent yourself from stepping into prosperity consciousness. Now, for example, um, here in England where I live, I'm always amazed to see how when people make a cup of tea, they'll only boil enough water for one cup because they'll say, oh, you know, you, you don't want to waste electricity, you don't want to waste, waste the water. The minute you go into waste or you go bargain hunting or you only buy things on sale, you use the word cheap, you try and save the environment, all of it comes from a belief that there's not enough, which is poverty mindset and poverty consciousness. So you really, with this kind of thing, you have to become aware of how you create and where you create from. Um, you know, am I creating from a belief that there's not enough? Or am I creating from the intention of that there is enough on the planet to meet all our needs, to supply us with everything we need while we're in, in this space on the planet at this time? And the last little um, gift I'd like to give you will be the meditation that you can go listen to on my website, which is moirabush.com. And there is a free meditation and little um, connection that you can make with your inner business person. It could be a male, it could be a female. And what it will do is it will help you to become conscious of these aspects. It will help you to become more business-minded, help to ground you, help to kind of take all the fluffy language, language of light, and, and, and give it some kind of stability, groundedness, so that you can take your business out there and people can take you more seriously. And if they take you more seriously, they value you more, and therefore your income increases. And that is um, available on my site, as I've mentioned. So just a moment now to say thank you very much for taking the time to listen. I hope that there's been some kind of inspiration for you. Um, the God and Money program is very soon going to be live as an online 22-day course, 10-minute lessons every day for 22 days. And I'm busy filming those lessons right now, and I will be putting on my website a link that you can already begin to book your space and get a special discount for the first group to be able to listen to the actual course and participate in the lessons. So again, just thank you so much for, for, for spending the time to be here, Elaine. Thank you very much for organizing this conference. Love, light, and lots of rainbow blessings to all of you. is all around us. It has a profound effect on how we think, feel, and act. A yellow sunshine, blue skies, green grass, red roses. Take away color and our world would look like this. Color Cares is a 501c3 charity that uses the power of color to positively change lives. Visit our website today to learn more at www.colorcares.org and help us spread happiness in full color.